see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. What's going down? <laughs> Welcome back. It's your boy Dre back again with the Fuck This Shit Podcast. I got my boy X back again. Xavier Jones in the cut like Neo Sporn, man. How you living, bro? Man, you know I'm always doing good, man. You know, we start the podcast the same way each time. Thank to each and every one of y'all for taking the time out to listen to this motherfucker because I already know niggas got lives and days and we just love being a part of them lives and days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Much obliged uh, to everybody. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, if you're not subscribed, you need to go on and hit that subscription. That $5 gets you the video episode a day earlier than everybody else. Also, it just makes me feel a warm, fuzzy feeling inside that isn't replicated by much else. So, you know, thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> you can, uh, you can tap in with the podcast, man. We love the feedback. I'm gonna start reading the feedback back on the podcast again. If you ain't left a five star review, are you even real? Do you even exist? Like, do, are you even really a listener? They NPCs, bro. They bots. You bots, bro. You a bot, bro. I don't want to think that I got bot listeners out here, bro. I want to, bro. I need to pedal to put his hands listening. on y'all. I got <laughs> real boys and girls. <laughs> Lead out of you. Uh, what you been on, though, boy? Man, uh, out the way, really working on this petition, man, doing research and stuff, con- trying to contact people. Uh, other than that, I've been staying out the way, doing a little workout, getting ready for the show. You know what I'm saying? Coming up April 8th, yes, sir. Okay, I like that. April 8th coming soon, man. This one of the, that's that's one of them days that seem far away, yeah. But when you really start thinking about it, you like, nigga, April is today. Facts, facts. It's starting to warm up. It's it's starting to warm up here. It's about uh uh forty two degrees today. It's hot. See, that's how you know you live somewhere garbage, nigga. That nigga said it's starting <laughs> to warm up here. It's forty two degrees, nigga. I don't know what temperature it is. I'm in Houston, nigga. It's probably shit seventy degrees outside already. Yeah, nah. What's man, the point yeah. of global warming if you still gonna be cold? <laughs> Colder than I was growing up too is crazy, bro. But yeah, the world bro. Is hot. That's that's unacceptable. I don't like it. I don't like it at all, to be honest. Yeah, man. Uh, so the end of the episode, bro, we, I, I forgot about it. I meant to actually play it out so we could listen to it real time. But um, I literally forgot, and I just had to tap it in and add it in later on, nigga. The real nigga story time with Keys from last week, bro. Yeah. If y'all didn't listen all the way to the end last week, you need to go back and listen to the past the outro music. <laughs> Go back and listen. It's more than worth it. It's a flying purple people eater. It's a flying purple people eater. <laughs> no, nah, man. Yeah, I was, I was telling Keys, man. Uh, and I hope he I hope he's taking you up on it. Uh starting doing open mics, especially with that, because that's like I think I think most comedians I see start out telling just crazy stories. That's how you build up that, you know, that muscle, like, okay. Then you learn where it's funny, you know what I'm saying? This and the third. So yeah, yeah nah, he got see. something with that. It's one. Your vibe. Well, uh 
I actually got her. You know what I'm saying? It's it's been a while. You know what I'm saying? But um, I got one today. You know what I'm saying? Bigger story time. Real nigga story time. Let the church say it, man. So check it. I'm at the job the other day. You know what I'm saying? I'm serving at this, you know what I'm saying, miscellaneous restaurant, you know what I'm saying, one of the largest cities in America. No no need to get specific with my employment, you know what I'm saying? Nigga ain't trying to lose my job. (laughs) But I'm I'm, I'm, I'm serving, you know what I'm saying, I'm waiting these tables. And uh, get a table, all black ladies, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, full transparency, Servers don't be fucking with black people, bro. And it's really, it's really tragic to be a server and to and to deal with both sides of it. Cause first of all, I got a rule. I don't say shit in front of no white person I want no white person saying. Except nigga. Mm. Cause I'm gonna say nigga all I want. Right, right. Of course. But what I mean by that is I don't care what I think as far as what black people tip. I will never say in front of no white folks that niggas don't tip. I would never say that. First of all, because it's not completely true. You know what I'm saying? It's only it's only a snapshot of the story. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, whatever. But and I'm not gonna be saying that niggas be acting ratchet when they go out to eat. I'm not gonna say that. I'm never gonna say that because I love my people and I go above and beyond to ensure that when they come and they fuck with me. They get the same service that these other motherfuckers would have gave some white folks. I feel like you got some lashes coming. Huh? I feel like you got some lashes coming, bro. That's okay. I'll lie. Look, look, look. (laughs) Listen, we'll see. We'll see if they come in. So I get this table. Eight black ladies. And I'm like, whatever. It actually started off being four black ladies. And then their friends start coming and they was like, we just gonna add chairs to this table. And I'm like, there's not enough like space at this table for you to add chairs to it. I'm gonna have to get you a new table, but I ain't tripping. I got y'all. I get them a table that fit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody there, they husbands come. They like, can we sit close to our wives? I'm like, fuck it. I can make that happen for you too. Sit them next to them. We all about to enjoy our dining experience. You know what I'm saying? I'm their server, they getting A1 service, right? The fact that they black actually only matters because I care about what it is that they think, like within their groups. Like as a server, I hear people talking and intermingling, having conversations all the time. And people say some stupid ass shit and believe some stupid ass shit. But whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't my business. You know what I'm saying? White folks over here talking about how, you know, Maybe if they didn't tear up their own neighborhoods and, you know, I just be like, oh, whatever. You want some tea? Like, yeah. I just, I just shuck and I jives and I get my little tips and I just mind my business. Mm. But one thing that bothers me most is when I see far right wing conspiracies reach the black community. Nah, bro. They've been infiltrated. And when it hits the women, because black women, like statistically they be knowing what's going on bro like they 
they the people who vote the best in their best interest. They the people who are most engaged and things like that. Like it's wild, like all the stereotypes that you get about black women, because truly, in so many ways, they are like literally the compass that like guides the country, right? So when I heard them saying this stupid shit, I was like, man, we might not have no hope. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but are you familiar with the cat litter in schools conspiracy? Negative. So there is a far right wing conspiracy that the identity thing with the kids has gotten so extreme that these kids are now identifying as pets. And the, the school is capitulating to this to such a degree that they are putting cat litter in the schools so that the kids that identify as cats can use a litter box instead of the bathroom. On a scale of one to 10 from a nigga who never heard that, how likely does it even sound to you? It sounds uh, like zero percent likely, but a hundred percent likely that some people believe it. A good, a good percentage of the population will believe it. How far up the chain do you think it's gotten? Of like people who have no business saying this, who have said it like it's fact. You don't have to know their names, just like they title, like positions that they may hold. I, I honestly, the only people I couldn't see saying this would be children in school. I can see anybody else, any adult saying it. Man, you know what's wild, bro, is that you fucking right. I was wrong. Nigga, it's uh, senators who were repeating this shit. Joe Rogan said it. You know once Joe Rogan say it. It's over with. It's in the, it's in the American zeitgeist now. It's in there. My nigga, the lady was, it was so, it was just, it just showed me the levels to it because it's eight black ladies at the table, right? It's one lady who's actually saying the story. It's a lady right next to her who's like, yeah. And the kids be coming up to us at school talking about meow. I'm like, y'all getting trolled by the kids, bro. Y'all really like, if that, if that is really happening, it's only because they know that your dumb ass thinks that it's cat litter at the school. So they fucking with you because that's what kids be on. Can, can I adjust my uh, number, my percentage a little bit? Yes. I'm going to take it from zero to about 2%. 2%. I believe it. Okay. Because, okay. only because I have met some very, uh, uh, maybe eccentric is the word, uh, people in the military. And mm. I've met some people who do walk around uh, dressed up as cats, like with tails following them and everything to go you to like the defect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I literally seen this girl one time. She sat down with her lunch tray, sat on her tail that was attached to her suit and was like, ouch, stood back up, moved the tail, and sat back down again. So it's not outside the realm of possibility. I'm going to just say that based on what I've seen. Okay. Accept it. I will not fight you on that whatsoever. I did some research on this, obviously. I'm going to get to that in just a second. I'm going to finish up where I'm at with this one though. So there's the lady who's saying the bullshit. There's the lady next to her who's like, yeah, that bullshit is real. Then there's the other six ladies who have varying degrees of what the fuck is this bitch talking about? 
to, oh my God, I didn't know this was a thing to I've heard of this and that's not true. Like all of the other ladies like fall within like another realm of like reasonable, like cognition. It was eight separate checks. And I'm not saying that there's a corollary here, but who you think is the one that didn't tip me right? I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the, the the ones that believe the hardest, the ones the, the one that was in order, in order of strength of belief. The one who espoused the bullshit, worst tip. The one who was seconding it, second worst tip. Everyone else at the table took care of your boy. So, from a scientific perspective, what conclusion have you reached? You got to be a dumb motherfucker to believe it's cat litter in these schools. How you got to be a dumb motherfucker not to tip me because I'm out here serving the best <laughs> service niggas getting, bro. I ain't even going to lie. It's some niggas out here like, oh, niggas don't tip me. I work with them. They suck. They fucking suck. I don't suck, nigga. I'm I'm balling at my job, nigga. That's why when shit. other niggas is like, oh, I don't want no table full of black ladies. They difficult. Oh, they want a new table. What you going to do about that? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm going to give them a new table. That's what the fuck I'm going to do. Yeah. And I'm going to get this fuck. money up because I do this. Y'all niggas is racist, and that's why you don't get your paper. No, you don't, you don't deserve no lashes for that one. That was see, she, I didn't think I did. About, she deserved about 40. I ain't gonna lie. But here's the thing, bro. In my research, this is what I found. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to find like any like real example of cat litter in schools. There actually is one case of cat litter in schools. But it's for a very dark reason. Before I even get started, do you want to try and guess what it is? I'm 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 gonna just guess it's some super racist shit that happened. It's not racist. Oh, it's not. Okay, okay. It's okay. not racist. Okay, cool. Uh damn, that's usually my go-to. I gotta find All right, it. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just I'm gonna just read the article. All right, man. For years, Republican lawmakers and pundits have been spreading a conspiracy theory that public schools have litter boxes in their bathrooms for students who identify as cats. Just this week, Joe Rogan told former rep- uh, Representative Tulsi Gabbard on his podcast that his friend's wife works at a school with a litter box. While these situations have never been confirmed, it hasn't stopped some politicians from spreading the claim as a way to harm our communities, in particular our transgender, non-binary, gender-expansive youth. Nadine Bridges, the executive director at One Colorado, told NBC News. NBC News is out with a new deep dive dive looking into the origin of the bizarre claims. The outlet did find one school district that does, in fact, have cat litter on site. But it is not for the reason conservatives might think. The district where Columbine High School is located has been stocking classrooms with small amounts of cat litter since 2017. But as a part of Go Buckets that contain emergency supplies in case students are locked into a classroom during a shooting. Now that was way darker than I was expecting. I ain't gonna lie to you. As soon as you said Columbine, I was like, oh yeah, it's over with. It's over with. I just, my nigga, I, when I, when I hear people saying shit and I be like, that's not true, that's like misinformation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like people, it's like, you hold a level of responsibility when you have any kind of like real platform. And especially if you like an elected official, you kind of have like a assumed title of expertise, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm like Senator XYZ said dot, 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 it's like, all right, that's a, 
reputable stories. Right. These niggas is so is so gung ho on fucking the kids, bro. And make it everything about the kids on some weird shit when the kids just trying to go to motherfucking school and shit. Jay, I gotta ask you, bro. If you had to put a time on it, how long would you say it took you to to Google that and disprove the the cat litter box theory? I don't know, forty five seconds. That's crazy. That, that, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all these people. All the yeah, yeah, that's all it takes. That's, that's literally all it takes, bro. I don't know. 45 seconds from like it don't it don't take no motherfucking time but what's in that what i did think was funny was the kids trolling the teachers trolling when she was talking about the kids walking up to him talking about meow i'm not saying that they not furries but what i'm saying is (laughs) what's way more likely is her dumb ass stood in front of that classroom and said this ain't gonna be the kind of classroom where we got no litter no cat litter one of the students googled it was like look at this shit Let's fuck with Miss Johnson. And yeah, I yeah, I called her Miss Johnson. Uh, what are you implying with that name? She black. That's it. That's all I had. I had to come up with a black name. Miss <laughs> Johnson, Miss Jenkins, Miss Jones. We really got the J's locked up. Miss Jackson. You know Miss Jackson. I am sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> I'm for real. I'm for real. Meow. <laughs> I never meant to knock over your little box. I never ever meant to knock over your litter box, Miss Jackson. Okay, so <laughs> before we got into this, I asked you if you had seen the shit with Ja. I hadn't. No, no. And, and I, I know you had. And I know y'all. I now that X is here, it's gonna be a slightly heavier sports component to the podcast. I got somebody talk about this shit with when some sports stories come up. They're gonna be here, but believe me, we only gonna bring you the drama. We instigating, bro. What the hell you talking about? (laughs) They don't know that this is really the real housewives of the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is... (laughs) This first take right here. This first take segment. They think, bro, they think we we watching sports for the stats. Mm. It's narratives. It's stories. It's beefs. Yeah. What if I told you... What if I told you that there was once a time where a man walked up to another man on the basketball court and told him that his wife tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios and his wife is Lala Anthony. For those of you who don't think sports is juicy, if y'all think that it's not worth having a sports segment on FTS, I'm just letting you know. That man said cinnamon toast crunch. He said honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios is crazy. Honey Nut Cheerios is way crazier than Cinnamon Toast Crunch because Cinnamon Toast Crunch is overwhelmingly sweet and there's no pussy that tastes like that. But Honey Nut Cheerios really only has a slight flavor. He's saying, he's saying, he's saying Lala is good for your blood pressure, bro. That's crazy. He's saying that a a bowl full of Lala will lower your (laughs) cholesterol by 33%. One bowl a day. One bowl a day. Shout out okay, to Lala okay. Anthony, bro. I gotta ask you, oh, percentage wise, percentage wise, how much do you believe that about Lala? Eighty nine percent. It was too. It was too specific, bro. It was too specific, and it was like I said, it was a possibility. Like if he said tricks, that nigga said any honey. The Cheerios have such a slight flavor. They are not heavy in 
it's a hint. Yeah, the subtlety of it. Yeah, he. Makes it's like that. it's like my granny, her peach cobbler. She put like a little almond extract in it. I just broke the family secret. You know what I'm saying? But niggas is like, man, this is different. It's just like a little hint. But yeah. I don't know what's different. Mm. That's what Kevin Garnett identified in that man's wife. And it's so subtle. The taste is so subtle. You gotta go back for a second scoop just to see. You know what I'm saying? Like you. And then to if you Carmelo. And you, and then next time you, and then you like, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, Denver Mellow, my fault. De- Mellow with the Braves, we love that Mellow. Yeah, I fuck with Mellow all through his career, bro. I fuck with Mellow. They, they, they fuck my nigga over, bro. But okay, so we here for the John Moran shit. Um, so do I, do I read you the story or play you the video? I'm going to just play you the video because you already know the other shit that's been going on with Josh. So I'm not going to read stories or all the old shit. We'll just do a quick recap. John Morant, one of the top point guards in the NBA, balling, max contract in his prime team is number two in the West. All of this not matters because yet. he's he, not. He's a youngster. Well, he ain't even he young, like 24. I think he's, he's 20, 23 or 24. He's young, young. Uh, he, um, <laughs> he been in a little bit of shit lately. There was a report that came out a couple of months ago that they lose a game in Indiana and him and his homies is riding out, pointing pistols at the training staff for the Pacers. Uh, they they claim that that's bullshit. They like that's not true. That didn't happen. Whatever, whatever. Then another report comes out that a few like last year, Jobs having a pickup game at his house. Which to me, off top, my nigga, I'm like. You a max contract NBA player. Why are you got a pickup game going at your house with a random 17-year-olds? Yeah. Like. I can see it, though. I can see it. Because he ain't that much older. He's still young. For sure. So, report goes, basically, the 17-year-old gets mad, throws the ball at Ja's head. Ja and his homies proceed to punch it on this nigga 16 to 17 times to the point that he has a noticeable knot on his head that the police are like, yeah, we seen that. Uh, <laughs> and uh this is a just so you know for all the uh well anybody who's from Lawton knows this is a normal occurrence at Lee West. Uh <laughs> this ain't nothing new for us. Nah, nah, definitely. This is just some regular old AC King. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So the, the nigga tries to place press charges on Ja. Ja claims it's self-defense because he threw the ball first. The police dropped the charges, whatever. This report just comes back. So fast forward to last night. The video that I'm about to play you is Ja Morant's live, IG live from the club last night. If y'all not watching on a video podcast, then like you're really missing out because... It's the only way you're going to see what happened. Oh, matter of fact, let me, let me do it like this. Dude. All right. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Let's blow that up. It will be academic. 
Oh, you know. Did you catch that? I did. I did. I did. Did you catch that? Let me just let me just run it back for you. Just I know you caught it, but you know, let's just. Yeah, I don't think he I don't think he shows it again. So we don't have to play the whole minute. That prompted Jazzy Media suspension. For how long? Two games. All right. It, it ain't really that long. But what you what you what you make of this, bro? You know, I think this is uh uh I've been thinking about this for a minute. I think this is a symptom of something way bigger with our generation specifically. Yeah. We've been on social media so long, and I feel like for me, and maybe you can attest to this too, like since MySpace days, and I feel yeah. like since the beginning, I've always thought of social media as a place to play. It's not supposed to be serious. But these niggas don't know when they have this big platform that it's not it's not a playground no more. You can't just do that. You know what I'm saying? You're not you're not uh uh Jay Moore Money seventy five on MySpace no more. You are John Morant. You know what I'm saying? Straight up niggas though. Is niggas is watching, bro. Like but I think you you see you see it with rappers too, or just anybody anybody posting something that they know they ain't got no business posting on on the internet because they don't take it serious. I feel like at least with the rappers, it makes more sense because it's on brand. Mm. For like an NBA player, first of all, it's like, don't too many thugs get to the NBA. Like, don't right. too many real hard niggas get all the way to the NBA because it takes so much discipline. It takes so much time, so much dedication. When you think about your homies who was for real hooping, how much time did they even have to fuck with you? They got high school ball. They a lot of them play for traveling teams. So I'm not saying it like it ain't no hood niggas. It's definitely hood niggas. But with every level, they get cropped out more and more and more. And in basketball, more than in football, because in football, it's a 55 man roster. Yeah, it's only 16 niggas on the NBA roster. Yeah, I think it's some. I, I would say. Maybe it's a percentage thing or just a, a no, overall numbers thing, but I'll say there are probably more real hitters in the NFL for sure. Definitely. I mean, and also, it's more on brand. The NBA don't really mind that. Mm. The NBA don't really give a fuck. If, if Ja was in, the, if was in the NFL, not the NBA, the NFL, uh, the NBA, yeah, if Ja was in the NFL, this wouldn't be as big a story because we expect them niggas to be, to be honest, bro, if you're going to sit up here and bash your skull up against another nigga's skull for some money, we don't expect you to be like the most restrained nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like motherfuckers uh, have always, and when you think about it, even if it's just, if, even if it's only a stereotype, and it can be a negative stereotype at the end of the day, we always have looked at basketball players as smarter than football players. I can see that. I can see that. Like niggas just do. Like you just like kind of assume that like. I'm buying like, dogs. It'd be some players. niggas on the you don't be realizing if you're not a hooper, you don't be realizing this niggas on the basketball team who got like a 2.0, who like barely like getting getting in the games. Everybody know half the football team damn near ineligible. 
That's a fact. That is. I ain't saying it's true. I'm just saying it's like how niggas feel. Yeah. So when you in the NBA and you get to that last level of NBA, now ain't the time to be like, oh well, I'm really in these streets like that. Why? I, I want to echo a point that you said that I never thought about, but now that I'm thinking about it, I, I do feel like it is impossible for a nigga to perfect a corner jump shot while also spinning the block with his homies at the same time. It, it's not going to happen, bro. You don't have that much time in the day. I promise you, you don't. You don't. You don't make a nigga like that's what you, you So you chose to enter this lifestyle once you got to be a millionaire. And I'm going to just be a bill with you, bro. I feel this way about rappers ball players, NFL niggas, any nigga who, even if you really are from that life, you are, you are fucking the bag up. You fumbling the bag. It's over, nigga. Niggas be in the streets because they have to be. Any nigga who choose to be in the streets is dumb to me. Yeah. I got to play Josh Advocate one time, though. Go ahead. For uh, Just for him, I'm not saying I agree with it because I, I come from, well, I'm not in his position, but I, I could empathize with wanting to bring your niggas that's in the streets still out the streets with you. And that may be what's influencing his behavior right now. But that's still letting yourself be led by motherfuckers who didn't get you here. Like the mm-hmm. reason why you the nigga who brought everybody is because of all the shit that you was doing. He preaching. He preaching. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why you the nigga who made it because you wasn't. So you can't be like, all right, now y'all here, you get to keep doing the same shit. You can't. And that's got to like, to me, I'm not trying to like hang these niggas to the cross when I say what they doing is stupid because young me did stupid shit. So I get when niggas are like, he young, young niggas do dumb shit. You're right. But. The older niggas in your life are not supposed to make excuses for the dumb shit you do. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, they supposed to be telling you, like, to do better. And that's always the position that I'm coming at with niggas who I know in real life. You know what I'm saying? When I talk about when celebrities be on shit like this, if you job a rent, you you are in the position to be one of the new faces of the NBA for the next 10, 15 years. You see how long niggas are staying healthy now. Yeah, I think the scariest thing about that is like, and maybe nobody saw it, but imagine how many kids seen that. Kids that look up to Josh just seen that. They gonna see it now because it's national news. He just got suspended for it. Mm-hmm. So like the way the way that media works now, and you're right, bro. Like that's kids. And I, I feel old even saying this, bro, but I never realized how valuable it was that LeBron was, like, so, like, squeaky clean. Yeah. Until I started thinking about how it's so few niggas who make it all the way there. Even niggas like, like Jay-Z. Jay-Z is like a, 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 a turnaround story. Like, started off as a, a drug dealer ended up a mogul lebron james is like i never did nothing i wasn't supposed to do i just worked hard and blah 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 and and now i'm this go ahead except in the 2011 finals but yeah boy i'm still hurt about that one i ain't gonna lie but yeah you're right you're right you're right but yeah you're right bro like ja gotta and it's about is is monetary value in being that 
It isn't even just like on some, oh, it's so wholesome, whatever, whatever. Like, bruh, you already cool. Like, you you do the dances, you listen to the music. You know what I'm saying? Like, take a guy like Josh say he look up to Russell Westbrook. Like he like he says that that's the the player who he like model his game off of. You never heard of Russ getting in no shit, mm. and nobody and is- look at Russell Westbrook like a soft ass nigga on the court. Russ is thoroughly part of the culture, bro. Like, like, but he—he's also, like you said, a, a decent, really decent human being. Like, but I've seen him uh, drop twenty and twenty and twenty, and then throw up neighborhood on the court. So, like, I mean, how more much more authentic can you get than that? Exactly. And I think that's where I would like to see Job be there. Be yourself, nigga. Like, I'm not—I'm not saying be Carlton out here, bro. I would never say that. But also, don't don't do this. That that shit is dead. That shit is dry. It's not cool. And it's and it's and it's not cool. Yeah. Like you did it to be cool. And you'll never convince me that you wasn't on IG Live showing me your grill with your chains in the video, twirling this fucking pistol, because you didn't think it was cool. You did think it was cool. You did it because you was like, this is gonna look cool. It don't look cool. It looked look cool to them kids, though. Um, and and you know what? That's the you got a solid ass point there. The only people who would look cool too shouldn't think it's cool. And I bet if you really asked that nigga that shit and made him really sit and ponder that, he wouldn't feel the same way. You feel you know what I'm saying? Like the niggas who think that shit cool till 12, 13 years old, bro. Then eventually they start doing it. Bone, no, I could be reaching. I could be reaching. But I don't think I have that much. I don't think you're reaching, bro, because I already know where you're going with it. Uh that nigga is a bucket though. I will give him that. Just stand on the He a motherfucking bucket. I think that nigga do some crazy shit. Did you uh did you hear what Kendrick Perkins said? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was hilarious though. Oh hey, you know, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it uh some niggas may be like his bullshit, but uh it didn't feel like uh didn't feel that wrong to me. Because he says it all. Oh, no, this is the no, it's about uh, it's an MVP thing. Mm. All right, yeah, there we go. I I didn't want to, they were gonna make me play you the four minute joint. All right, oh, shit, it's too many. God damn it, Bobby. Oh yeah, yeah, my, my man, my my phone holding up this time, man. Shout out to the shout out to the the, the phone. Yeah, shout out to the phone, nigga. I kind of, I kind of. Because last time, nigga had the Alicia Keys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Here go this video. And deep and going back into history and talking about the evolution of the game. Why didn't he never bring up? This in particular subject, when it comes down to guys winning MVP since 1990, it's only three guys that won the MVP that wasn't top 10 in scoring. Do you know who those three guys were? Who were they? Steve Nash, Jokic, and uh, Dirk Nowinski. No. Dirk Nowinski. <laughs> what, do the, what do those guys have in common? I'll let, you sit, I'll let it sit there and marinate. You think about it. 
Now here's the thing when it comes <laughs> in deep and going back. What you think about my boy Perk, bro? What you think about Perk's take? Uh I didn't hear one lot. Okay. Who you think okay. Have you felt like Jokic was the MVP the last two years? Um, again, it was super casual, so I I don't even think I, I should input on this, give my input on this, because I don't know Jokic too well. I ain't gonna lie, bro, bro. Family feuded. You know what you want to do? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If I'm going with my gut, hell no, hell no. You know what I'm saying? Family feud. Yeah. It's Embiid versus Jokic. One of them black, one of them white. I know who you picking. I know you right. picking, bro. I can't I can't sit up here and say Jokic the MVP. Like if Steve Harvey wasn't standing between them two niggas, all of a sudden my dynamic wouldn't change. It would clearly be in beef MVP. Yeah. I just say like with this, with this, uh my choice isn't backed by any statistics that I can rattle off on top of your head. It, it's it's uh it's a it's a very deep Negro thing going on right here. I agree. And I feel like that's what's happening with with with, with Perk too. What I think is funny though is Perk can't get suspended, and I'm a, I'm gonna bring up moments like this because niggas think cancel culture is real, and I'm telling you, it's not real. Mm-hmm. It's not real. That nigga Perk didn't even apologize. He just deleted the video. Came to work the next day like the shit didn't happen. But the thing is, like nothing he said was wrong. How are you gonna cancel somebody for speaking the truth? Though. Nothing he said was wrong, and he 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 didn't even he didn't even take it where he was really trying to go. He said, "I'm gonna let y'all do that. I'm just I'm gonna just out. let y'all I'm gonna just let y'all think on that. Come to y'all conclusions, man. You can you can say you know what I'm saying they all uh uh not originally American. You know what I'm saying if that if that's the case, you know they're not originally uh born in the United States. That's something they have in common, but they also have some other things in common. Which one do you you know what I mean? Like, like you know he let you draw your own conclusion. Yeah, I like you it. know. I think. And they stay all. It, I just thought it was funny to be honest with you. Niggas was calling. Oh, and you know that they was calling him a racist all on Twitter for that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah I, a racist. <clears throat> but you hey, know, didn't he, he didn't mention race one time. I didn't hear him say anything about race. I did. Well, you know, he 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 made a strong implication. I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna say that wasn't his point because it definitely was. But uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> It ain't racist. It's just you know, point out what he see. It's an it's objective. It's a it's an objective fact. Now, this gets fishy because if one of these white folks is out here talking about, well, you know, I'm not saying black people jump high and eat watermelon. I'm just saying all the niggas I see, I'd be like, well, listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, like one uh, to me that feels like uh, uh, saying that, like I, I would be saying the same thing if I said. Um, you know, uh, 44 out of 45 of our presidents in this history of the United States have one thing in common. What See, could that be? Perfect. That's a perfect, that's a perfect core. That's a perfect example, my nigga. Like, that's that's what Perk did. That's all I'll Perk you, did. I'll, I'll let you figure that out. I that ain't know. even, that ain't a stereotype or nothing. That's just what happened. Uh, Speaking of being a racist, though, um, I feel like now is as good a time as any, my brother. What's happening? Oh, you know, I heard that you, you've been uh, experiencing some of the backlash <laughs> trying to start some uh, some change for your people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, man. I started. Uh, uh, we talked about it on the podcast, man. I started um, a petition, basically based on Black unity and the welfare of Black people in this country, and you know the implications of that being globally. Anyway, I posted a video about it on TikTok, and uh, yeah, I just want your 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 take on some of these uh, comments that I got. I don't know All if you've right. seen the video, but I was basically like, "This is a uh, they having a, a worldwide Black people meeting in the United States." Are y'all gonna pull up because they talking about reparations? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I I, I know which one you talking about. <laughs> All right, so the first one I saw this one, this one wasn't even like uh, wild. It was just funny, and that's why I responded. Uh, bro said nobody knows what the fuck you were saying. I would support you if you didn't sound like Joe fucking Biden. To which I said, "You not black? Get your bitch ass on." Get your- <laughs> Because who the fuck wants your bitch ass support, bitch ass nigga? Talking about you sound like Joe Biden, bitch nigga. Don't nobody sound like goddamn Joe Biden. Joe Joe Biden ain't talking about giving niggas no money. If you hear any of these that you want to respond to, uh, you know, feel free to cut me off. Uh, Second one that I got screenshotted was why, uh, why question mark? Uh, Don't we already spend enough money on absolutely useless things? Why would we do this? To which I replied, "Black issues. We only want black input. Get your bitch ass on." I, I, are you hashtagging to get your bitch ass on? Because I feel like you I should. should. I should. I should. <laughs> I should. I feel. I feel like hashtag get your bitch ass on. <laughs> Number three, uh, we need a worldwide white meeting. To which I replied, "Colored only comment section. Get your bitch ass on." <laughs> We need a world's only. We need a white meeting. I, I love that. Like when that's like the white history month argument. Yeah. When motherfuckers be like, "Oh well, y'all got Black History Month. We need White History Month." And it's just, yeah, y'all, y'all are y'all are struggling for a lack of representation. So as my nigga said, get your bitch ass on. This one was this one was funny though because it was talking about the. Uh... Uh, it was on the comment on the same video about a black people meeting worldwide, and it was racist fuck, but it was funny as shit. So I gotta give him credit for this one. I also, I also told him to get his bitch ass on just before I even read it. But he said maybe they'll tell him to pay their bills. He said what? He said maybe they'll tell him to pay their bills. Oh, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. As a comedian, like I, I read that as a comedian first. I'm like, bro, this is that's, that's some objectively hilarious shit to say. It is a but he got hit with the colors only comment section. Get your bitch ass on as well. I'm loving the colors only comment section energy. We're taking this colors only shit back. <laughs> oh, oh, I would, I would like your perspective on this one though. Goody, uh, more racial divisiveness. What, what, what do you think about that? Um, I think that. I think that. Anytime them motherfuckers start talking about somebody being racially divisive or anything being a divisive issue, it's just because of something they're not willing to intellectually engage with. And I don't really think there's any other way to, to put it because there's nothing divisive about anyone voicing their concerns about something. Like if you if you liken it to a relationship, something I always say is, you can never be wrong for your feelings. You can only be wrong for how you act as a result of those feelings. Mm-hmm. So if 
black people feel any kind of way and we want to bring that to the to the national conversation there's nothing inherently divisive about that it would be more divisive if it was something we weren't willing to converse about if it was something that we had just decided as black people you know what these crackers done done too much no matter what we do or say they always gonna be this way so we're not gonna engage with them on our issues at all we're not gonna ask for this or we're not gonna try and develop means to which we can petition for we're not gonna do any of that shit anymore it's just gonna be fuck these crackers forever but that's not yep. what we are so like yeah that that is divisive shit that's just some shit niggas say when they don't want to talk about it because they know they're wrong yeah it, it, yeah to me it was like a, a deflection uh exactly. i got i mean how much time we got because i got a few more of these i ain't got nowhere to go that, 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 that. I'm a, uh, okay, so this one, this one uh, was so. How black do you have to be to get your reparations money? Half black, quarter black. I said, blacker than you. Get your bitch ass on. Blacker than you. Get your bitch ass on. It's like the word. It's like nigga. If you gotta ask, no, you can't say it. Facts. <laughs> Oh, uh, another one said black people from around the world will tell American black people you are stupid to which I reply you're not even black how you gonna hate from outside the club you can't even get in you can't even get in that's which is also untrue oh okay this one this this one is really debunkable and I think we spoke about this the other day actually uh so the comment is sold by their own people no whites went and rounded them up they were sold by black kings to which i reply black only comment section get your bitch ass on burt burt reynolds face ass nigga yeah fuck over oh, fuck burt nigga i bet he got a stupid ass porn stash bitch boy uh on to the debunkable shit it's always crazy to me how niggas were trying to, it's all it's always a deflection because like mm-hmm. Let's say that you're right. And every nigga who was ever sold from Africa was sold by another nigga. It was round up and captured by niggas. Like, you know, they was just hunting slaves. That's not really how it was going down. But, you know, whatever. Right. Let's pretend that's the way it went down. Yeah. If I was selling 12-year-old girls and you was buying 12-year-old girls and you got caught with a bunch of 12-year-old girls, and then you was like, I mean, I'm not even the one who was over here catching 12-year-old girls. Does that negate the fact that you fuck kids? I would like to take it a step further. Like, I am, <laughs> if I sold them to you, I am a deplorable human being. But all I sure. did was sell them to you. You bought them, abused them, beat them, killed a lot of them. And then put uh, uh, the majority of the ones that survived in chains for hundreds of years. And then continue to discriminate against them for a couple hundred more years. Bro, until present day. Oh, would you like some fair and balanced commentary with the with the whole tips in the, in the comment section? Bro, yes. I love, bro, I love whole slander. Let's do it. All right, bet, 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 bet. Okay, I can't even pronounce this name. But uh comment is 
Francois Champollion revealed mm-hmm. that black people, black people created the tomahu or white people with animal DNA through genetic engineering and put an expiration date of 3,500 years on them. Wait, could you? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I got to see your face for this one. I... <laughs> could, could, could you read? Could you reread that? Could you run that back for me? I got you. I got you. So they, Francois. Wh- uh, Champollion revealed that black people created the Tamahu, T-A-M-A-H-U, or white people with animal DNA through genetic engineering and put expiration date of 3,500 years on them. Okay. So if, if, if white people eat sea moss, Will they get to live past the expiration date? Mm. And I'm trying to figure out when it started, though, right? Because 35. When did it? When did? Yeah, when did we create and why it? Because we got, bro. We we made Adam because because really the black man, well, the black woman was the source of all. So when she came together with the black (laughs) man, who was really the original master scientist. He put together his cauldron, which the white man had you think witches did, but really they just changed bitches over the witches because they know that sometimes we call our women bitches, but it's all out of love, my brother. It's all out of love, my brother. And that's when we made the 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 Tommy's coochie, the white man, out of ancient buffalo gristle meat. And then <laughs> we put it together with a bald eagle. And that's why the motherfuckers go, ah, oh, on the police car, my nigga. But you wouldn't understand because you not in, you, you still reading the white man's Bible. I'll take it a step further for you, brother. You said witches turned into bitches. Witches start with a W. Bitches start with a B, white start with a W, black start with a B. And that's why WB was the real owner of the CW <laughs> where black media was pet. Boom! Just like that, your mind explodes because you really been enlightened and in line, my brother. That third eye open now, bro. I've, I've been doing a good job with like trying to get those people out though, because I want this to be a productive black conversation. So I gotta keep the racists and the hoteps out. Not even the 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 moderate hoteps, but like them niggas, bro. They gotta go. Hot. You making it hot? You making it real hot? I can't even pronounce those names. Oh, oh, okay. This one has implications of uh, other countries outside of America. So. It's a video about the triangle trade, and it says, looks like you need to talk to the people who traded the slaves for iron, alcohol, and gunpowder first. But I I love how the triangle trade uh, consisted of three continents, Europe, Africa, and America. But the only one they're okay with taking responsibility is the black one. Bro, we the only, we did it. We wanted to be slaves. The reason why the boat was so full is because niggas was begging to get in, nigga. The fuck? That's what I'm saying. We thought we was going on a cruise and shit. Uh, nigga, carnival. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my favorite type of comment. I saw this one a lot. I will not be paying any reparations. I know, broke ass nigga. But- 
<laughs> like nigga, you already ain't paying your taxes, pussy ass boy. That's what I'm saying. Damn, Jeff Raw, anybody asking for no fucking money? What's wild though? These niggas in the comments talking about I wouldn't pay reparations, whatever, whatever. Let's say they announced a reparations plan right now, and they said if you got one black great grandparent, you qualify. These white folks would be Elizabeth Warren out here trying to pretend they got heritage. They ain't really got dig. But I don't know if you remember when that happened when Elizabeth Warren was out here telling people she was Indian. She was like, I'm native. I'm from Oklahoma. She got white lady. I know plenty of white people out here who think they natives. She's like, my granny been telling me this my whole life. She did a DNA test, read the results live. They was like, you ain't nothing but saltine, shawty. Nah, bro, not live. You gotta, nah, you gotta preview that shit. First. She was sure. It's because uh, Trump was calling her Pocahontas. That man is hilarious. I ain't gonna he lie to you. He is funny, like, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, he he had some wordplay that was like, yeah, Saturday Night Live worthy for sure. Yeah. Anyway, all right, all right, all right. Let, let, let's get let's get one or two more in. Yeah, I got two more actually. Exactly on the dot. Uh, so this one was today, like 23 minutes ago. <clears throat> they treated Mexicans just as bad as black people. Where's our money? To which I reply, I'd encourage your community to make the same case that the black community is trying to and should. And I can't speak for our entire community, but I will support you wholeheartedly because in the words of Minister Malcolm X, I'm for justice, no matter who it is for or against. They ain't comment back, did they? Negative. Yeah, because you was being too divisive with that second thing you said. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, and this is this is the one I sent you earlier. This is just my favorite, just because I I don't know for whatever reason this person got like the full clip. So he said, "Always out for that free shit," and talk, talking about black people reparations. To which I reply, "Shut your bitch made knock off Larry the Cable Guy, the Kevin James little brother, Dog the Bounty Hunter Junior face ass up." Hashtag get your <laughs> bitch ass off. I didn't even hit him with it, bro. Like you can come back for more if you want to. You can stay on the post if you want to. Bruh, nigga. Niggas reading your comments, talking about uh oh, hold on, hold on. My bad, my bad, my bad. I forgot. I f- hold on. <laughs> I forgot I paused the screen. <laughs> This is that niggas reading your comments back talking about I started thinking to myself, man, <laughs> what did he do to make them niggas that mad? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. All right. Time is well, yeah, I'd say that's a good representation of the type of response that you get when you try to do something to unite Black Americans. Absolutely, absolutely, each and every time. Um, so I got a, I got a story. You know, I like to bring up, I like to bring up the hypocrisy of uh of some of these motherfuckers who like to make the laws around this bitch. You know, I live in Texas, and uh, it honestly, bro, it's hard to be paying attention to shit and not care about. What these Republicans be on if you live in Texas, because our leadership be trying to like set the gold standard for the fuck shit. Yeah. So now we got this bill where they've been trying to ban uh trans uh, not trans uh sorry, they're trying to ban kids from going to drag shows. 
which personally, when I first heard of it, I I had realized I had never put any thought of this because I'm like, it seems like something that doesn't really happen. But outside of that, I was never going to, no one's going to take my kids somewhere that I don't want them to go. Yeah. So I never really cared whether or not kids was allowed to go to drag shows, whatever, whatever. I've also never been to a drag show. So my first thought processing is, is technically what is a drag show? And it's, it's just men dressed as women singing women's songs. Mm-hmm. To which I don't know how you feel about this, but personally I'm like, there's actually nothing inherently sexual about that. I'd agree. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there's, because of how we view homosexuality as like, a hypersexual thing in and of itself to me. That's why people think that way. But like, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, gayness is not sexual. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could like, even and even to be a drag uh, drag queen to be dressed in drag doesn't make you gay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, this is a more complex, nuanced thing I'm trying to think of, you know what I'm saying, as I get older. A video came out of the nigga who wrote the bill. <laughs> I'm gonna show you the video, and then I'm gonna read the article, <laughs> so the other niggas can, you know, get the context of what you just saw. The nigga you about to see wrote the bill about kids not going to drag shows. Which one is that? He's this nigga, right? Hey, yo. Here. Move your body crazy. You will be my sexy lady. Sexy lady. Sexy lady. Follow me. Yeah, we got it. Let's get this party started. Party started. Let's get this party started. Sexy lady. Going crazy. Got that rhythm. Come on, baby. Get down. Sexy lady. Going crazy. Uh, I could continue the video, but I think you got the point. Yeah, first I would like to say, I mean, the first thing that struck me is that uh, a man does not have enough Titty to, to to probably fit out that dress, man. He get like, ah. hey, what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> you hella flat chested, my nigga. It's Wonder Bras and shit. You could have threw on, my nigga. Oh, bro, my nigga says you should have been like the the old eighty shows. My nigga should have been stuffing that bra or something, bro. <laughs> you watch Mrs. Doubtfire, my nigga. You don't if you gonna do it, bro. Don't have fast. Bro, Robin Williams would be disgraced right now. That's what I'm saying. Jawana Man did not uh uh play in the NBA and the WNBA for this, bro. <laughs> Jawana Man chopped his crew, Beyonce. <laughs> 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 you gonna tell him you gonna tell him about that? Your oh, uh oh, oh about the about, about. Gonna get on your head. I said what? The beehive gonna get on your head. You oh, that. bro, I don't care, nigga. My nigga <laughs> asked me, "Do I like Chop the Screw music?" He asked me that I think it was underrated or overrated. I told him I think when it first came out, it was overrated. Now I think it's underrated, and I also think that when you chop and screw Beyonce, she sounded like the nigga who played Biscuit in Life and Jawana Man. 
baby, let's no pros in the design of what you do. <laughs> Biscuit! <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so for the video, the X got to see that y'all didn't get to see. Uh, Texas Dragville author faces backlash after being caught in drag in viral video. Shocking video footage has been posted online to Texas State Representative Nate Schlotzlin. Schlotzlin? Schlotzlin? I don't know. That sounds racist. A Republican, <laughs> a Republican author of the Builder of Bad Drag Shows in Texas wearing a dress. The legislation authored by by Shatzlin is is looking to amend the Texas Business and Commerce Commerce Code to define a venue that hosts a drag performance and authorizes on-premises consumption of alcoholic beverages as a sexually oriented business. These businesses would not be able to allow an individual younger than 18 years of age to enter the premises of the business. A drag performance is defined as a performer in which a performance in which a performer exhibits a gender identity that's different than a performer's gender assigned at birth using clothing, makeup, or other physical markers and lip syncs. And those physical markers, they're talking about them big old Medea titties. That's what I think that's what they're talking about. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. I got it. It's, it's, uh, it's related, but not really, but this is more for the people listening. Uh, for anybody who is... Uh, <clears throat> I will say, if you ever participated in School Spirit Week and dressed as the other gender, I better not never hear you open your mouth and say nothing, nothing. Because I remember you never, not never. Whole BBB dressed as the tier T. Come on now, come on, come on now. And I know it wasn't just us. You know what I'm saying? I know it was everywhere, bro. It was a national smiling and swishing your hips during class. Come on now, it's, come on, come on now. I don't want to hear you talking about Zaya or uh, whoever. You know what I'm saying? Had the most fun as a girl, cause you know, and I didn't even think about I've seen this you shit, niggas my nigga. with some tights on, bro. I've seen you niggas. It's pictures, bro. Nigga, they were so happy on that day. Geeking. Them motherfuckers been living that repressed life, been having they, these desires. Got, got a one chance out of 365 just days, like that nigga in the video. Yeah, I don't want to hear nothing from you niggas, bro. You niggas can't tell me nothing about this. Bro, nobody in that video was dressed as a woman but him. And him being in a dress added no comedic value to the video. Mm. Uh-oh. He could have been in a gorilla suit. It would have been just as for He wanted, he he was like, you know what, y'all? They was like, we all going to dress up as funny stuff. He's like, I'm going to be a girl. And they're like, well, I'm going to be a girl. I'm going to wear a dress. I already got the dress. I mean, my mom got a dress that I could I could wear. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it'll be funny if I threw on the dress, you know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. I, I like there, the dress, though. Yeah, yeah no, nah, you, like you, you niggas can't lie to me, bro. You you nigga, I remember. I got a good memory. I remember all you niggas, too, because I never did it. And it wasn't even on no shit like that. I just wasn't comfortable enough with myself doing it. I ain't going to lie. I was like, bro, I don't, I don't know how I feel with some makeup and a skirt on. But you niggas went full. I remember you niggas going full Couldn't ham wait. on that shit. Couldn't they wait. sounded like uh, Bart Scott. Can't wait. Bro, yeah. And we was in high school four years, bro. If you did that shit all four years, my nigga, don't say nothing about Zaya. Don't say nothing about uh, yeah, nobody. Yeah, move around, move straight like it. Uh, nah, I ain't gonna do. It. I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> what you was about to say, bro? I was gonna say hashtag get your ass home. Hey, bro, you know what, my nigga? I've been looking for a reason to play this, bro, and I, I really missed my opportunity. 
when you was talking about the reparations and shit like that because a lot of these niggas is out here and they trying to come up with reasons why we shouldn't ask for that shit but not me bro i need that money i'm to sean nigga <laughs> RPTT, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> day after day. <laughs> Down on my luck and up against the wind. That again said something. Oh, man. Sometimes I'd be, for, I'd be forgetting about all the shit. I got so much. My sound bites where I'm in. That nigga is shit. I nigga clean the teeth and threw that cigarette in her mouth. It was old. Oh, <laughs> this why y'all need the video. <laughs> oh man! All right, I think it's uh, I think it's time for a little racism. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! I love racism. Hell yeah. <laughs> my my favorite. Uh, Let's form of start with a little. Good old reverse racism, bro. I love to talk about the discriminatory plights of the white. It's some hotel niggas. No, no. White student files two million dollar lawsuit against Howard University, claiming racial discrimination. <laughs> A white student is suing. Hey, listen. If this is the one, I think it is. Hold on. Yeah, I okay. No, no, no. This is a different one. I gotta find the other one, bro. It's one with this white motherfucker who's suing one of these schools, bro. I siding with the white man. I gotta find a story and I'm gonna read it for you. That's a preview for next time. I'm gonna have to give myself my lashes. <laughs> but anyway, the New York Post reported that Michael Newman was a law school student at the Washington, D.C.-based HBCU in 2020 and was expelled in September 2022. While their lawsuit, the lawsuit claims Newman suffered depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts due to public ostracism, vilification, and humiliation. He got Johnny Cochran. He hired Johnny Cochran. What does that mean? What, what, what if he election happened, though? We about to find out. He specifically named Howard's global head of diversity recruiting, Reggie McGahee, in the lawsuit, saying McGahee told Newman he allegedly was the most hated student he had seen during his tenure at the university. God damn. What does Cracker do? This ain't the first white person to go to Howard, bro. Yeah. He did something. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 was what that man said true or not? Did they really hate you? And for what reason? The school's VP and chief communications officer, Frank Tramble, told the Post he couldn't fully comment on the lawsuit. However, he said the school is prepared for a fight. Tramble said the lawsuit is a one-sided and self-serving narrative of events leading to the end of the students' enrollment at the university. Uh, Newman's lawyers are attempting to prove Howard broke his contract with Newman, who was attending on scholarship. According to the Post, Newman claimed the real trouble started for him at the height of the coronavirus pandemic when, cl when classes switched to virtual setting. Students generally commuted through GroupMe or other online port portals. During the symposium close of the 2020 election, <laughs> Newman proposed questions to the African-American speakers asking why black voters didn't question turning the government 
why black voters didn't question turning to government for solutions and how reliably voting for the same party every election disincentivizes both parties from responding to the needs of black communities. He received instant backlash and was removed from the class. Okay. It's got to be more to this. Because as of right now, is she trolling them niggas? It sounds like it a little bit. It definitely sounds like he's trolling them niggas. I'm not going to lie. But the most hated student? Let's see. Students also felt offended when Newman allegedly compared himself to a black student attending a PWI or primarily white institution. After attempting to apologize, Newman says students began calling him names such as Mayo King and White Panther. <laughs> he's not lying. I, I wasn't there. I didn't see it happen, but yeah, yeah, and those probably weren't even the funniest ones. Hell no, them weren't the best ones, but they definitely called that man Mayo King and Black. Oh yeah. man, White Panther White and Panther. Mayo King. It's crazy. I like that. <laughs> Danielle Holly, the dean of school, uh, the dean of the school of law, allegedly accused Newman of racially harassing fellow students and suggested. He transferred to another school. After both Holly and Newman filed several complaints, a school panel determined that Newman was responsible and ruled he should be expelled. Okay. What this sound like to me is he kept doing that little sly shit over and over and over again in a room full of niggas because in a room full of white folks, you can do that and get away with it. Because no one gonna call you on it. Yeah. So he used to, uh, oh, you know, he in a room full of black people talking about, you know, I, I just can't see why if, if you only vote for the Democrats, they clearly don't do anything for y'all. He in there talking about, you know, I don't understand why y'all always want the government to give you something. And it's black people who say shit like that. It's some Candace Owenses and some Ben Carsons in that motherfucker. But he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he yeah yeah I can see I could I could definitely see him antagonizing them based on what you read and everything. And then he tried to be the victim. Yeah, yeah, that's what, this is what, just what, like what, a black person at Harvard. Karen? What do we call? I mean, male Karens. What do we call them? Uh, like Kyle, Kevin, Crackers. <laughs> oh shit. This is why once I start off. teaching, I'm gonna have to take my face off the internet, boy. Cause ain't <laughs> no, nah, get his ass out of here. Your ass gonna teach two periods. They gonna come. Hey, let me holler at you. Be like, excuse me, Mister Payne. Um, can we ask you a question? What would you call a male Karen? <laughs> uh, uh, Kyle for sure. No, uh, no, nah, no. Nah, nah, I definitely um. Yeah, 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 bro. Because it's it's how long has Howard been around, and I ain't never had nothing like this. I'm assuming I ain't never, never heard nothing. Nothing. I ain't never heard of nobody getting sued. No, 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 Howard. Not for this. See, HBCUs be getting sued for mistreating the black people that they claim to serve. They don't usually yeah. get fucked with for white people for discriminating. They, because they've been yeah. fucking us lately, bro. I've been seeing nigga. It been stories about these schools got rats and roaches in the dorms. They not doing shit. They on some real nigga shit, bro. I was like, I seen what I was talking about how most of HBCUs are in the broadband desert. And if you've been to Langston, <laughs> you know that motherfucker in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, bro. 
Niggas don't even think of don't niggas don't even think that shit matters. Um, I got some more racism for you. This is some real racism too. That other shit was some fuck shit. That white boy just complained. <laughs> he was crying every day. He look. This is look. I, I have gotten so many opportunities to use these sound bites. This nigga over here stood up in the student council meeting. Excuse me, I'm part West African. You I can it. say nigger anytime I want. <laughs> Oh shit. Um aside of racism with those waffle fries, a Chick-fil-A customer receives one order receipt with a misspelled racial slur. Have you seen the story already? I think I did. Yeah, it was on the receipt. One Chick-fil-A restaurant in North Carolina is in hot water after a customer allegedly saw a racial slur on the receipt earlier this month. Nata uh na hold on. Niasia. All right, cool. Because you know, sometimes you got to use your your phonics when you're reading these nigga names. I love my people, but our names require just a, a little bit of dissection. So it's N Y I A S H I A. Niasia. Yeah, that doesn't look like nigga at all. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. You, you bury in the lead, you, you went right to the, to the to lead. These niggas don't know. They don't know what happens yet. Oh, her name is Niaja Jackson. Spoilers, my bad. Oh, my she bad. is a nigga, though. <laughs> Clearly. Niaja Jackson was in line to pick up her food at a Charlotte-based chain. When she received her receipt, a racial, a racial slur was printed on it instead of her name. She told her her name was Niaja, and the worker put on her ticket, nigger. Her mother, April Jackson, said. Niaja said an employee of the popular fast food chain gave her a warning when she handed her her food. He was like, you might want to look at what they put your name as. I was in shock. I literally parked right there. I couldn't eat the food. I was just in shock. You better than me. I'd have ate the food and then went in there complaining. Like, Y'all got me fucked up. I couldn't eat the food that they just put nigga on my bag, bro. I don't know what they're going to do to the niggas, bro. For, imagine being yeah, in it. So you know how Chick-fil-A works. <laughs> it's a nigga on the tablet who take your order. Mm. They, put, they ask you your name. So that's the bitch who did it. Yeah. But Chick-fil-A and they and they see the mission statement is excellent service. So when they seen nigga pop up, they was like, wow, this is super problematic. But also it's imperative that we get this woman her egg count nugget mac and cheese and sweet tea. Yeah. So they whip it up still. They like, fuck it, we gonna cook it. And just we gonna do all and we hand it off. Shout out the to the dude get ready to the the nigga get the, the paper, he's supposed to he's supposed to confirm. You know, when I go to Chick-fil-A, they be like, order for Dre? I be like, yep. They hand my shit. Imagine being that nigga, you get handed this shit. It's crunch time. Nobody's warned you of this. Nigga. <laughs> yeah, that was a setup. That sounded like a setup for real. He played it so player though. He yeah. really did. Cause he keeping his job and she know he didn't do it because he was like, look, you might want to check this out. I don't know what the fuck they got going on back there. I was just here for my little check. I'm gonna be real with you. I can't afford to lose this job. 
Yeah, I'd imagine it was like some like like kid. Like, what if this is his first job? Like, this is some sixteen year old kid. Just you know, what I'm saying, trying to make some money on the side for school. He's seen that shit. You got to be fucked up. I ain't gonna lose this. What? Hell no. I be done tore that receipt off. That should be the never had. But then, could you even work there still? That nigga. Yeah. The 19 year old mother April is calling for the employee who took the order to be fired. I was really, really upset and sad. Since Chick fil A is known for the outstanding customer service, many caught wind of the op- uh, incident. The owner operator of the Chick fil A in Mount Island has thoroughly investigated and tried to connect the customer. <coughs> sorry, tried to connect with the customer to better understand her experience and apologize for the situation. I hate when they say shit like that. What, what's better to understand than what happened? They called me nigga. They wrote it down. It wasn't no accident. It wasn't no slip of the tongue. You got to slip your fingers across the keyboard six times to spell that word. And if you, if you, I told you my name was Niasia. And you was like, yeah, the nigga. Yeah. It started with N, bro. The same shit. It started with N. Same shit. If I thought you said that, if you, and it's not through a speaker, you don't put your order. When's the last time you went to Chick-fil-A and talked to that speaker? It'd be a live motherfucker in your face with that tablet. Just like a cow. Bruh. And honestly, I don't like the the pressure that I have because of a live person because they make you feel like you're supposed to know what you want right now. You ain't decided yet, money. Bro, what if I want a grill club today? Sometimes I go grill club. Sometimes I go spicy deluxe. You know what, I'm saying? what? Nah, nah, hell, nah. I ain't gonna say that. Yeah, you are gone. You know how? You know how we'll just throw a nigga in the sentence like randomly. You know what I'm saying? Just like to spice up the sentence. I'm not saying this will happen, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't. But what if she took her order and she was like, "I want a eight count with lemonade, nigga." Like just playing. You know what I'm saying? Like what if what if that's what happened? What if she heard her say that? You know, but she meant it as a as a as a sentence enhancer, but then she heard it as her name. Nah. You gotta make that argument in court, I'm I'm gonna be real with you. If I'm white, I'm not writing, saying I, I'm gonna be real with you. When I think nigga, I'ma look around to make sure didn't know niggas hear my thoughts because sometimes I'll be thinking some shit and I'll be to said it out loud and I'll be like, Oh, I did not even know I said that. I'll be looking around like Okay, I'm clear. Coast is clear. No, hell no. She she tripping. Also, according to the statement, the operator franchise has started additional training to ensure this doesn't happen again. However, Jackson feels like that's a cop-out. You shouldn't have to be trained and not call someone a nigga. Jackson said, I'm just being as honest as I can be. I want the employee fired. Although the restaurant attempted to speak with Jackson, the family is pursuing legal action. Um, It doesn't say it in this article, and I don't know why, but they didn't fire the girl. No? No. Uh, you know why. Because the because the owner operator calls black people nigga all the time. Mm-hmm. He told her don't be so hot with this shit next time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He got that call. What them niggas mad about now? What them niggas You know Chick-fil-A requires their owner operators to be like married Christian conservatives basically. Like they screen all their franchisees and that's who they get the franchises to because they don't don't want you nags in there. <laughs> Knickerbockers. 
Nigger Bockers, bro. Have you uh <clears throat> have you seen this shit with the with the Dilbert comic strip nigga? Mm-hmm. Bro, you ain't seen what my nigga the nigga who made Dilbert said. Uh, you you remember Dilbert, right? Nah. You don't remember the Dilbert comics, a little white dude who like work in the office, like it's like a little comic strip. Maybe if I saw him. All right, man. I'm about to I ain't gonna lie, you just aged yourself though, Ken Folk. I can't Fuck remember last time I looked at a I looked at a paper. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. I didn't used to read the papers. My my grandpa used to read the papers and shit, nigga. Oh, this yeah, nigga. Yeah, you don't remember Dilbert? Yeah. You said Dilbert? I thought his name yeah, was Yeah, This Gilbert. nigga right here. This yeah. Dilbert. The nigga. The I remember because Buddy from Charlie Brown, ain't it? Yeah, he from Charlie Brown. So check this out. This is the this is the creator of Dilbert. So Dilbert is one of like largest syndicated comic strips of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm only scrolling to see if I can actually find a picture of Dilbert. Yeah, this is like a picture of like claymation, but whatever. I'm gonna play you the video that my nigga. Right. This this is this is the, the creator of Dilbert uh, not okay Hot Water because they're saying that he's a racist. Okay. So you tell me, is this man a racist? So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. Wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. Right, this can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where, you know, I have a very low black population. Because unfortunately, you know, there's a high correlation between the density. And this is according to Don Lemon, by the way. Um, so here I'm just quoting Don Lemon. When Don, my nigga, tried to throw Don under the bus, he said a black said this. By the yeah. way, oh, just just <laughs> just for uh, uh, where I fall, uh, anybody who says blacks, you 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 already throwing a racial right racist red flags right then, bro. He I ain't he was a you. racist. He was racist eight seconds in, as far as you concerned. Yeah. I want to let him expand upon his thought. When he knows that the, when he lived in a uh, mostly black neighborhood, there were a bunch of problems that he didn't see in white neighborhoods. So even Don Lemon sees a big difference in your own quality of living based on where you live and who's there. So I, I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. It's no longer a rational impulse. And so I'm, I'm going uh, to back off from being helpful to black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. Like I've been doing it all my life and I've been, the only outcome is I, be, I get called a racist. That's the only outcome. <laughs> it makes no sense to help black Americans if you're white. Uh, the the it's over. Don't don't even think it's worth trying. Totally not trying. And 
There we go. <laughs> First of all, my nigga, as a black citizen of America, I don't know what the fuck we gonna do without Dilbert's help. <laughs> My nigga, I, I don't know how my, my Saturday is going to be the same again, bro. My nigga, deal. Nah. Uh, what uh, is this nigga talking about, number one? I want to see it because I guarantee he didn't quote that shit, right? Uh, he did. He was talking he was talking about a 50% or 50%. Uh, and he said, it's like, he, he worded it so vaguely because he said, not okay with white. What does that mean, really, though? Like, what was asked in the poll, number one. Number two, he brought up the problems towards the end. Like, even Don Lemon will say uh, the black community has problems. Yeah, duh, no shit. What's the root cause of these problems, bro? We not inherently fucked up. And he even, it's funny how even when he brings it up, he's like, yeah, even Don Lemon talks about uh, there were issues in the black community he lived in that he doesn't experience in the white community he lives in. Like, yeah, but... He wasn't saying that as in like this community is inherently better or worse than. He was saying that as in to say they don't provide black communities with resources. It wasn't like, oh, because these white people are so much nicer. You know what I'm saying? Now, if Don Lemon has said... It just smells like the dogs just got rained on even when it's not rainy outside now that I live in the suburb. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. I'm saying, bro, listen, I apologize for the general white community that be catching strays from me when an individual white fucks up because I, I know the feeling, believe it or not. I understand, but he wetting the whole party up. Oh, you getting hit? Yeah, bro. Sorry, nigga. I got to switch on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Stay shoot fast and inaccurate than a motherfucker, nigga. Nah, bro. He yeah, he bugging, but he meant that shit though. He was not playing. He meant that shit from the bottom of his heart. The nigga, he was the very he wasn't bottom. trolling. He wasn't trolling. He wasn't trying to get attention. He meant that shit. And, and later on, he tried to come back and say that is what he was doing. He was like, I was just doing it to prove that no matter what you say out here, they'll cancel you. Nigga, you didn't say some light shit. You was like, I've come to the conclusion that blacks and whites should be separate forever and white shouldn't help black people anymore. And I'm just wondering, where is the Dilbert uh, fucking United Negro College Fund? I did not know Dilbert was putting these young black kids through college solving the Flint, Michigan water crisis. That nigga said he been helping black folks his whole life. I ain't got nothing check with this nigga name on it. Nigga say all, all he got from us is called a racist. Well, let me continue the, the theme. I ain't, I ain't know who the nigga was until 20 minutes ago. I just had to tell you. Facts. I call him one now, though. <laughs> so uh, I got somebody who you do know. You know about, you know about Officer Megan Hall. Oh, yeah. So, FTS flashback. You know what I'm saying? FTS follow-up. We did the initial story when Officer Megan Hall was accused of sleeping with her whole motherfucking police department. Uh, the, You know what? Next, let me see. 
if I can find the original real fast. I'm not going to spend long on it at all. Because there's one, it's funny because I should have saved this article when I found it. You ain't know you was going to need it again. I didn't know I was going to need it again because um, one of the stories is like, like really vague about what she did. And another one is like really graphic about it. And I need the graphic one. Okay. So just real quick, FTS follow-up. <laughs> Kyle's got wild Megan Hall can be confessing to so wrong with I'm not gonna play the tapes how long they are, you know. They always yeah, this motherfucker is eight minutes long. We're not playing that. Um in her first minute interview, she admitted only to being uh <laughs> only to betting. That's so funny. The yeah. article. Uh, at first word. she admitted to fucking Larry Holiday. Suspended without pay. We had intercourse. There were a few times, but uh, long ago, uh, she dismissed the rumors as a fling. Uh, then she began to cry. Okay. The second and third interview, she admitted to having a months long affair with Officer Powell, who she, asked, I guess, they were kind of on the verge of divorce and I got out of hand. Uh, Powell denied it, but then, you know, she did. Then she texted him saying that she was going to kill himself if she tried to break things off. Like, it's it's wild. She confessed to getting drunk at a girl's gone wild hot tub party where she sang karaoke, fell down a flight of stairs by before having sex with Officer Maglioka uh, in the bathroom of a colleague's boat. She had a threesome with another officer and his wife. She tried to have a threesome with another officer and her husband who found out because he didn't know she was hoeing like this. And uh, he was like, fuck that. I'm not into that. She slept with Officer McGowan on two occasions. She, uh, so she did a lot of fucking. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. She has now come out with her side of the story. And, you know, I'm not saying that. I mean, obviously, all white women don't do anything. But this white woman here, it definitely appears that she may be pulling the, uh, she may be pulling the victim card on us. I'm mm. going to play the, going to play the movie. Shocking findings of sexual misconduct rocked the Laverne Police Department. Five officers and the police chief, all fired. One of those officers, Megan Hall, came scandal and the target of nationwide ridicule, and she's now filed a federal lawsuit. Tonight, in an exclusive interview with our Nick Barris, Hall describes a toxic workplace behind closed doors and how sexual misconduct spiraled out of control. Megan Hall four years old when she was hired as an officer here at the Laverne Police Department two years ago. Her plan was to have a career in law enforcement. She now knows that dream is likely over. I remember while interviewing for the position at Laverne Police Department, they described the environment as a family. 
However, while I was aspiring to protect my community, the Laverne Police Department was not protecting me. By now, most of the country knows what happened. Hall, four other officers, and the police chief were fired last month. This after two separate investigations found that Hall engaged in sexual activity and or shared intimate photos and videos with several male officers. The chief and two sergeants were among those implicated. Now Hall and her attorney, Wesley Clark, are suing those three supervisors and the city in federal court for civil rights violations. Megan wasn't looked at like a rookie cop to be trained and promoted. She was looked at as a piece of meat to be sexualized and exploited. Since the story broke, Hall, the lone female officer fired and only woman on the second shift, became a target nationwide for sexual jokes and taunting. I received harassing and threatening messages on my phone daily. I felt like I'd been terrorized. And yes, now she is suing. No criminal charges have been filed in the case. Hall knows there are those who will say she was a consenting adult who willingly participated in sexual antics in violation of police department policy, and that now she wants to blame others, including one sergeant who targeted her early on. I know what most people are saying. You know, you could have said no. I get it. But my response to them is that I did say no, and he wouldn't take it for an answer. Eventually, I gave in from pressure. So it's not as easy to say she could have just said no. She did say no on several occasions. Miss Hall tried to get out of this relationship and she was not allowed to. Hall concedes she participated under duress. She's not saying she was raped, but adds that the salacious details made public of sex on the job put her alone center stage and do not tell the whole story. They isolated me. They shunned me. They accused me and they blamed me for becoming a victim. Hall suffered from depression to the point of considering suicide and at one point was hospitalized. She felt trapped. My supervisors worked together to take advantage of my vulnerabilities and my mental health. And they used it for their gain and sexual pleasure. And that included the police chief, Chip Davis. The independent investigation found he was aware of what was going on and even received intimate photos and videos of Hall. Who do you even turn to when the chief of police is sexually harassing you? How could I get justice when the entire system, including the chief, not only condoned such behavior, but participated in it? I was lost and I felt alone. I had no one to turn to, and I had nowhere to go. Hall now realizes her career in law enforcement is likely over, and she knows those ugly memes on social media will remain forever, her reputation sullied. No woman should ever have to endure this type of abuse. What happened to me during my employment at Laverne's Police Department, it should never happen to anyone. Hall now hopes to put what happened to her here at the Laverne PD on her. She is married and says she has a strong family support system and says that it was her faith that helped carry her through the turmoil. Nick Barris, News Channel 5. She ended it with that God helped her through it. This is a... Um... <clears throat> A, a landfill we about to walk into. Yeah, yeah. Stomp uh, on a bunch of landmines. A bunch of landmines. I will say, uh, uh, I guess from the start that 
I wasn't there, so I don't know what happened, but things like that, men using men in power, positions of power, using that to uh, sexually exploit uh, women that are their subordinates happens all the time. This is like one hundred percent all the time. These motherfuckers are out here grimy, and they will use C Harvey Weinstein. You know what I'm saying? See, you feel me? Uh, However. You don't think this is one of the instances? It's all right, bro. It's all right. I don't. Me neither. I truly, I, I truly don't. I truly, I, I truly do not. I think at the point where you trying to have threesomes with your husband that he didn't know about, and you fucking multiple of your colleagues and sending out pictures and videos of yourself and like, it's okay. I, I do believe that there is a point where it's I feel like there's people who want to say that you really can't have a consensual sexual relationship with somebody who you are a subordinate to in your professional life. I feel like that's short-sighted though. Like, because we all know people who have had consensual sexual relationships with someone who they were a subordinate to. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know for 110% fact that that is a thing. We Mm -hmm. also know that there are people who use their position to coerce women in particular into doing shit that they want them to do because of that authority. Like, we know both are true. Like, quid, quid pro quo is not a fake thing, right? Yeah. But you can't be like, I was at the I was at the hot tub hotel party getting drunk, pulling my titties out, fucking niggas in the bathroom, sucking niggas off at the job. Like I'm fucking everybody, sending pictures to everybody, lying to my husband when I get caught. Yeah. Yeah. It, it to me it seems like what happened was what I got from it is that she was doing some very uh promiscuous activity. Did you catch that wordplay though from the lawyer? Did you catch that? What do you say? What the lawyer said? Uh, uh, she wasn't here to get trained or promoted. I was like, she, but she was there to get trained. You know what, bro? You know you found that that, that <laughs> wordplay had to be intentional, bro. There's no way he ain't mean that shit. But I don't know. I have a yeah, bro. It, it, it's to me, it sounds like she, she, and I. I try not to slut shame anybody. You know what I'm saying? Men, women, we all been promiscuous type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't going to judge women for doing, you know, wild shit when I do wild shit type shit. I ain't going to. But, however, if uh, uh, it sounds like to me they just put her on blast for, you know, doing her wild shit. And now she's saying that uh, it, it was it, it wasn't all her, her idea. And I, I can't say either or. But, yeah. And that's the thing is like in a situation like this, you can't say for certain what it is. You could just say what you believe. And I'm going to just be honest. You seen that picture of a, you seen that picture of a, of, of, hold on. All right. We was talking about Mega Hall and I think we had pretty much come to the conclusion that she's a hoe, but you you have one more day. This is just kind of like the the whole Jesse Smollett thing we said last week about how, you know what I'm saying, like uh, stories like these. And, you know, I, I don't know what actually happened. But uh, I think if it comes out that 
she is playing victim when she was actually a consenting adult. I, I hate the fact that it's going to take credit from the next woman who is getting abused at her workplace and sexually harassed because they're going to be like, because you, you know, people will in bad faith use these types Facts. of situations. They will. Yeah. Yeah. No, Megan Not Hall bad. is definitely the white Jesse Smollett. Facts. Facts. Damn, that's wild. Megan it's all Jesse Fall. I'm telling you, bro. It's all Jesse Fall. You ain't believe me. I didn't believe you, nigga. You got a running theme that everything that happens is really juicy, smooth, yeah, it's fall. And I think you're right. <laughs> all right, nigga, I told you that uh that we was going to have a new segment. Keys is working on some new music for us, too. He already told me he going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And Keys ain't never told me he was going to do something he ain't do because he a real nigga. Shout out Keys, man. But uh, it's it's a it's a counter to white people do this. Yeah. We can't only be talking about the shit white folks be on because Lord knows we got our thing. So ours is gonna be called "We Got to Do Better." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a part of the we here. <sighs> you ready for this headline, man? Probably not. <laughs> Woman arrested for twerking on elderly man's casket at funeral, leading to it falling over. So what was the actual crime? Was the crime that the fact that it fell over or that she twerked? Like what like what did she get arrested for? We're gonna find out. I'm 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 thinking it gotta be for the tumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause ain't nobody it gonna be, be like uh he just getting his last little twerk set. It's the fact that she broke that motherfucker. It was a grim ending to an already emotional day for the family of 87-year-old Henry Williams, who was being laid to rest at the Houston's funeral home over the weekend. The family was saying goodbye to their dearly departed as the pallbearers carried the casket to the hearse. It was at that moment that <laughs> their day of mourning was forever destroyed by an uninvited woman, 24-year-old, Lushaniqua Walker. Lushaniqua Walker. <laughs> Who claims she had a relationship with the deceased. One of the pallbearers recalls the tragic incident. We were carrying the casket out of the funeral home to the hearse when all of a sudden this black girl in booty shorts at high school, uh, sorry, high heels, Ran over and jumped in between the hearse and the casket, said Ron Williams, the son of the deceased man. She squatted down, put her hands on her knees, and her backside was bouncing up and down. Uh, we all know the position. What what song do you think was playing in the head? Because I'm thinking this had to be a throw your ass in a circle or uh the mm. original. Mm. It's going down for the nine nine to the two thousand. <laughs> Boy, I'm she's twerking 20, on your cash. She's twenty four though. It's ashy. <laughs> <laughs> she's twenty four though. You think that's her go to? I don't think so. Oh, you right. She twenty four. She probably was jamming Young Boy or something. Yeah. City girls. Throw that ass in a circle. Hey, that's yeah. what I'm going with. That's why. That's why. That's why I'm thinking that she she was playing. <laughs> I, I don't call many a twerk session of that. Uh, how horny was this old man? One, one that she thought that would be. Wait, wait. Actually, no, 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 no. Hell no. Cause 
Yeah, just because that was your lover don't mean like, yeah, why would sugar you Sugar daddy. Yeah, even still, why would you twerk on You're not going to get no more sugar out of this nigga. Bruh. That's what she thought. That's what she thought. I can just picture her being like, hold up, before you put him in a crying. Put him in hers. Wait, wait, wait. She started bouncing on the casket, crying. This is for you, daddy. Just how you like it. Two of my brothers who were holding the casket up front tried to push her off. That's when it slipped out of their hands. Did it open? According to the family, when the casket hit the ground, Henry Williams fell out onto the pavement. That's when LaShaniqua Walker jumped on top of Williams' dead body, one leg on each side, and began twerking to don't drop that thumper on. According to the family, when the casket hit the ground, his family hit the pavement, blah, blah. The family was quickly able to restrain her and pull her off the old man. Police arrived within minutes, taking Walker into custody. According to the police report, Walker stated that her and the deceased elderly man were in a secret relationship for two years. Walker said Williams nicknamed her Brown Sugar and paid her to twerk on him every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday night in a private room at the nursing home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's not lying. She's not lying. However, the family of Henry Williams refused to believe her story, even though police have confirmed that Walker had visited the nursing home numerous times over the past two years. Henry's son, Ron, said they pride themselves on having a strictly white family. Any type of interracial... It was a white... completely different story now bro it changes the whole this whole time i've been picturing a skinny old black man yeah falling out the suit with a pinstripe suit on oh no yeah that's completely completely different story that was an act of heroism by her i like it what was the what was the uh white man on down to earth when what Oh, you talking about uh Chris Rock movie? I know you talking about. Yes, nigga. Yeah. Oh, I can't think of the name. What's his name? His name William? William something? William? Oh man. Like Paul. Mars I got work with some shit. I know you talking about. What was the old white man's name on Down to Earth? White Charles. According to Wikipedia, everyone except the. Hold on. Uh huh. Siri don't pick up on a black lexicon so well. No, it is Charles. It just ain't say his last name yet. Mm-hmm. Charles Wellington the third. CW. CW, C- bro. You gotta open that third. See. God damn it, CW. Who drove Pinky Car and, and Friday after next? CW. C damn w look listen but that's what happened at that funeral 
this is a down to earth moment. This is what happens when you die and get reincarnated as a white man, and then you die, and then fam your family finds out at the funeral. Whenever uh, Lush Shaniqua is throwing that ass, not, dropping that thun to thun. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to that twenty four year old patriot, bro. She probably comforted that man more in the nursing home than any other family member did. He was living his true self, bro. Yeah, 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 no, that's a, that's a, that's an American hero, and we need a holiday, federal holiday on her birthday or or the day that he fell out that casket, whichever one. Whichever one comes first. Yeah, I respect that. Uh, so since we did uh, we did uh, we got to do better. Yeah, you know what that means. Wouldn't be right. Fair and balanced commentary. Fair and balanced commentary. White, white, white people. White, white, white people. So, have you? Do you? Do you watch much TV, my nigga? Not really. You don't be on the Netflix on the documentaries and shit. I got like two shows that I watch consistently: Snowfall and uh, they both on now. Snowfall and like the Wu Tang joint. So you have not seen uh, the this Murdoch murder mystery shit. I haven't. So okay, the shit crazy. It's about this rich ass white family in South Carolina, right? Mm -hmm. The movie starts off with a white boy who get fucked up, crash the boat with all his friends on it, and murder one of them. His family so powerful that they basically cover the whole shit up. He ends up never going to jail for the shit. The family so wild, nigga. That ain't even what the movie about. This whole yeah. time I'm thinking they gonna like double back and be like, and this is what happened because Alex Murdoch, blah blah blah. Or, or it was it wasn't Alex. It was the other one. It was the, it was the boy. He does this, blah blah blah. They never double back around to it. It ends up re really being about how this nigga Alex Murdoch. Is a criminal, been robbing all the people who've been coming to their lawyer's office for years, and also he murdered his wife and their son. Yeah, I seen that. I saw that part. That nigga but just I didn't, I didn't know who he was at all. What yeah, they hit him with? This guy sent this to me. And it's a it's a crazy ass story, and you should watch the thing. And I'm not even gonna read an article about it. That's all I wanted to say. That nigga got arrested for a murder he obviously did. And anybody who hasn't already seen the shit should go watch it. What they hit him with, like as far as time? Life, the rest of his life. Yeah, hit that man with an L, bro. He old though. So I mean they could have gave him 15 years and he would have been dead. Yeah. yeah. What I did yeah. want to read is this article that says OJ Simpson said he believed Alex Murdoch more than likely killed his wife and son. Once the guy's a liar, you can't believe anything he said. Come on, bro. Oh, Orenthal has to weigh his. First of all, if OJ Simpson thinks you thinks you guilty, you're guilty. No, nah, that's he a That's a that's a. What are you implying by that? <laughs> I'm saying hey, listen, it's a lot of people. He, I will agitate on the internet. I will agitate racist white people. I will agitate hoteps. I will agitate the beehive. OJ is not one nigga I'm gonna play with because that nigga will cut some shit. 
bro, because he'll show up at your door and he didn't show you that he really about that. Yeah, but it, it, he thirty years removed. I don't know if he. I don't know if he still got it. Let's see what he said. A lot of people are asking me what I think about this uh, Alex Murdoch trial. I don't know why they think I'm an expert on it, but uh, wait. I know that nigga didn't just say what I think he just said. You are the expert, Orenthal. Nigga, you are the expert. Hold on. I got to admit, when he took the stand, a guy who's an habitual liar, I did watch um, um, when the trial first started. Uh, I watched him take the stand, and I uh, you didn't take the stand. probably a mistake because the guy is an admitted liar, and it's hard. OJ, like, you shouldn't have took the stand. Take it from me. Not it's everybody's built for this taking the stand. the stand life. He didn't even do it. Bruh. For me to think he can be on the stand five, six, seven, eight days uh, without lying. Question is, what did he lie about? Uh, but lying and stealing money is a little different than murder. Uh, I realized in watching them testify what he was doing. He was just trying to relate to one or two of those jurors that he was a good old boy. He was one of them. Uh, and I'm not sure he didn't succeed in doing that. Uh, I am not qualified to, to really say if the guy did it or he didn't do it. Uh, sure you you know, if a juror missed an hour <laughs> testimony, they no longer qualified. I've missed days that I haven't watched this. Um, uh, but from what I've seen, do I think it's more likely that he did it? Yes. But more likely equals reasonable doubt. Uh, so uh, from what I know, uh, I would have to say there's a lot of reasonable doubt there. Uh, he's going to go to jail for all the thievery he did, stealing millions of dollars of people. I think he should be looked at more about the death of his housekeeper a few years ago where he ended up with. Bro, it, it, I, this is a three-minute video. I cannot imagine being so bold as to be on camera talking about another nigga murder trial and your name is Orenthal James Simpson. Me and my mama was talking about OJ yesterday because she, she told me about the OJ uh, situation and uh, like what OJ said about it. And uh, I brought up a point that I think Bennett Amalu, Dr. Bennett Amalu, the guy who made, uh, like, found out what CTE was, he said he was willing to uh, bet his, his uh, what is it, license or whatever, like, to be a doctor, he said he'll bet his license that OJ Simpson has CTE. And everybody was on his head about it. Everybody was like, oh, that's so uh, irresponsible. Da, da, da. You know what? Nobody said that nigga was lying. Nobody said <laughs> Nobody said that. They said a whole lot of shit about him, but nobody was like, no. Nah, but nobody said OJ don't got it. Yeah. Now, I think that's what it is, bro. I think OJ really feel like he ain't do it. Like, <laughs> nah, for real, bro. Because he played running back in the in the, in the the 60s, bro. In the, you know what I'm saying? In black and white, bro. They had leather helmets. We go, OJ going to pass away, knock on wood. They're going to do an autopsy, find out that nigga brain look like a hamburger helper. And <laughs> 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 That nigga oh just been running on autopilot for 40 years. Yeah, that nigga brain definitely rice pudding, bro. You ain't never lied. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never lied. That nigga had the nerve to speak his. I, I ain't gonna lie. That's the only reason why I cared about it. Yeah. We got one. I, I used to have a, 
I used to have a random joke like through my uh, comedy. Like all my for like the first two years I was doing comedy, it's OJ. Like I had hella OJ jokes because it's it's such a it's such a well of just like comedic gold in there. Like if you look at the whole story, like it it's so much shit that I ain't even tapped into. That nigga is hilarious, and I appreciate him for that. If nothing else, love him. <laughs> uh, shout out to Juice. So, uh, last story for white people do this. 79-year-old vet. So, okay, a lot of the ways where I determine how I'm going to do white people do this, when I read the headline, I need to know if they white. If I don't already know they white in the headline, it don't qualify. A lot of keys are how the headline is written, different keywords in the headline. That's how I can choose. Because I know when I told you I got a, before this moves backstage, quote, unquote, I'm like, yeah, I got to white people do this. I just got to go look at the picture and make sure the nigga's white because I had only read the headline. Yeah. 79-year-old vet. I'm like, if they if they mention that he's a military vet, he's white. Um says homeless woman ran him out of his tomball house. You not from the Houston area. Anyone from Houston area knows Tomball equals white. Tomball is like uh Frederick. Got you. Okay, for sure. Uh 79-year-old vet says homeless woman ran him out of his tomball house and drained his bank accounts. This is a sympathy story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sympathy for a nigga who deserves none. Gotta be white. A 79-year-old disabled veteran, they trying to make him sound so sympathetic for trying to let this prostitute live in his house. Because how else did he come across this homeless woman? Anyway. A 79-year-old disabled veteran said he was scammed out of thousands of dollars by people he was trying to help. Now his home is trashed and his credit is ruined. It's so bad he had to move. His neighbors are fed up with what's going on. They, too, have called the police to find out what's going on inside the Tomball home that Roma Joe Witten used to call home. I wish a thousand times I never helped them, but I did, Witten said. He said it all started with the homeless woman he decided to help. But you can't help a thief and a liar, he said. (laughs) He said after she moved into his house, his car was stolen and she disappeared. Eventually, she showed back up at Witten's house. This time, she was with a man and asked for help again. After a few months later, another woman arrived at the house. He said, I'll feed you and give you a place to stay. But I didn't intend for it to be forever. He said his bank account has been drained and the people were refused to leave. Witten said he's given up on the home and wants to sell it. Witten said one woman even claimed to be married to him. She said, well, I've lived here eight months. I said, you're crazy. You lived in that room and I've lived in my room back there. <laughs> While the Porter was doing the story on Wednesday. Neighbors showed her photos of the police being called to the home earlier in the week. Lots of activity of people we don't recognize in and out of the house at all hours of the day and night. One woman living at the house had been arrested for an unrelated theft charge. When White went to the house and knocked on the door, someone was seen peering through a window, but no one answered the door. I never been a crackhead, but I've been around crackheads before. And this T 
two law enforcement agencies, the Harris County Sheriff's Office and the Constable's Office said they're investigating. Department of Family and Protective Services is also looking at the witness situation. They may have a case with like squatters rights though. She said she's been there eight months. That's her shit, bro. She just bullied you out your shit, bro. No, bro. Did he say that man said she stole his car? The first time. The first time. So why is it the second time? You let a homeless person live with you. Now noble. Noble. On the surface. Noble but stupid. And I will say this. This is why. Because in America, if you know a nigga who living homeless all the way on the street, the street, the street, I'm not saying you can't help them, but the odds that what got them on the streets is going to have them being uh, trustworthy enough to live inside your home. Very low, very low, very low. Not saying that they bad people, but they probably got like some kind of addiction issues, stuff like that or whatever. And Still a higher percentage than uh, a probability percentage than uh, litter boxes in, in schools, though. Absolutely. Absolutely fair. There's a better chance that you could find a homeless person off the streets to keep like a feral cat than it is that there's actually cats inside these schools <laughs> with, with litter boxes. I'm just trying to think, at what time did he realize it was going left? Because he's like, I'm a good Samaritan. I'm over here helping out the homeless, doing God's work right now. And you know what they said to that nigga? Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> indeed. Surprise, indeed. Your whole vehicle is gone. Bro. So what you think really happened? Because this is confusing. I ain't gonna lie. I think that nigga... I don't know, bro. At first, I thought he was buying pussy. I ain't gonna cap. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. I thought that this was some pussy purchase gone awry. And my nigga ended up with some neighbors he didn't want. But after I think about it more, I don't know that that's what happened. The more I think, the more I'm like, maybe he is just a ghost. He's just a lonely ass nigga. I got I got was, a real soft spot for old folks. I ain't gonna lie. Bro, I'm feeling like, so listen, you can't get 79 years old being that damn dumb. You had to have made one or two decent decisions to get that damn old. Niggas die every day, B. <laughs> you a tough nigga, right? And now today, of all days, you done forgot what, there's no way you own a home and you've been letting people live in your shit like a shelter. Yeah. Bro, I'm 33. I'll be 33 at the end of this month. It's a lot of my homies who can live in my house. A homeless like person? That. I'm not saying it like they a, like they a, it sounds like I say I feel I feel so bad when I say it like that. Like I felt uh, what you were saying uh, though. A homeless gross. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. I'm just realistic and I know a lot got you homeless. Mm. I nigga I know niggas who grew up didn't have no parents, bro. Was getting left at their house, abandoned, group homes, all this kind of shit. They got grown. They may not be doing great, but they got an apartment. Yeah. You go through a really traumatic, tragic situation and still have housing around you. If you are all the way on the streets homeless, it's more factors that led to that. You can't just let them in your house uh, hoping that none of them factors was dishonesty. Yeah. Because it could just be. I don't think being homeless disqualifies you from receiving empathy 
respect and help. It does disqualify you from staying in this motherfucker, though. And that's on on baby Jesus, nigga. That's on baby is, Jesus, nigga. Is it real big, big, uh, big out there in Houston? I'd imagine Almost it's real big. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a homeless lady who I used to drive past every day on the way to my job before I switched locations. And I was calling her Amy because she was there every day. It gave me a whole different mentality on the homeless because I was thinking niggas be talking down on these motherfuckers because they'll do what you won't do. I'm watching Amy work one day, bro. And I'm like, okay, this corner that she stands on, there are six lanes right here. This light turns red every 60 seconds. During peak hours, there's probably 10, 12 rows of cars that get jammed at this light. So it's 60 to 72 cars that's there at any point in time. She making money, tax-free money. Is she only getting $5 every, is she only getting a dollar every minute? That's $60 an hour. She up, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tax free. Amy is up. Amy be drinking iced coffee. (laughs) That's on God. Amy just bought an ounce and and a bottle. She's gonna turn up. Yeah, yeah. Was it an ounce of methamphetamines? Definitely. But I mean, (laughs) her sign is like single mom living in a hotel, three kids. I don't know if Amy's lying or not because I'm I'm always like, where are the kids then? Because you don't be here during school hours. But she be there reg- regular. So I don't got no disrespect for the homeless. I feel like, like you said, the housing crisis in America is fucking ridiculous and all this other shit. But if you're 79 years old, you let a homeless woman come live with you and she steal your car and come back. It stops there. Yeah. This nigga let her come back with a nigga. And then a bitch showed up with them. It's three of them. And then the neighbors is like, it be people. It's a crack house now. This nigga gonna let his shit turn into a crack house. Is he he got dementia? They ain't report that. Yeah, they need bro, to add that he, in. Even then, like I got a granny 87 with dementia. She is not letting that shit happen, bro. You got her fucked up. Bro. She don't remember everything, but she remember you do not live here, bro. You don't live here, nigga. It don't matter how many dimensions my grandma get, nigga. She could be 3D, 4D, 8D, nigga. We, we, <laughs> we didn't disrespect everybody on this podcast. Just so you know, old people done got it. White people done got it. Black people done got it. Who else done got it? Uh, cats done got it. Furries done got it. They this nigga disabled, so we gave the handicap some work, too. <laughs> <laughs> the vets just got it. Nigga said they handy capable of this work. The old people got it for sure. Yeah. Nah, bro. He, yeah, yeah. You you made a good point though. The fact that they said he was a vet in the beginning. I should have known. I should have known. Should have gave it away. Why, man? Why, man? Yeah, my nigga. That's all I got, bro. Always enjoy the show, man. For sure. Always have a good time on this motherfucker. You always got something that's gone. <laughs> It don't matter how, because I, I I go into it mentally prepared. Like I'm here some crazy shit every time. And you always catch me off guard, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, niggas bro. I wild. try I try and find the shit that niggas don't know. You know what I'm saying? These, these niggas is wild, bro. 
I'm trying and, to protect the community against all the evils. It sounds like a lot of them stories came out of Texas too. Which y'all, which y'all got going down there? We wild down here, bro. Because yeah. my nigga, yeah, a lot of these niggas in Texas. The twerking at the funeral, Houston. Hey, Texas man versus Florida man, one v one. Head up, who got? Who you got? I'm gonna take Texas, and I'm gonna tell you why before we get out of here. This is the this reason is why Florida you hear so many stories out of Florida. Uh-huh. Is because they got a law that basically makes all their court records completely open. So as soon as you get arrested for something, journalists can find it and report on it. Mm-hmm. So all these news stations in Florida basically got niggas who just watch all the arrest records every day and pick the craziest shit. Yeah. That's why you see all that in Florida. That is not true in Texas. And we still rival them in crazy ass stories. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that it's crazier here. It's actually, we actually have more wild shit going down here. And since I've been living here, I've seen way more wild shit ever. I can see, I can see that. I can see that. That's a big ass state too. Yeah. But that's it, y'all. I meant to, uh, I meant to tell you this story, man. I'm gonna have to say for next time, I got a real nigga story time about a, about a gas camera. Yeah. <laughs> Bit. You know what I'm saying? Is it gonna be on this? Is it gonna be on this episode when you post? No, it? no, no. I'm gonna do it next time live. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not time sensitive, so I can tell the story anytime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they already got two hours from us, so that's all we got. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all niggas tap in. Make sure you subscribe, and if you want to show love, want to be one of my real kids, make sure you make five star reviews. If you even want to be a real person, you know what I'm saying? Y'all NPC ass viewers, man. Make sure you sign the motherfucking black human rights petition. Like the fuck? Yeah. I know we said black only comment section, but you could definitely sign a petition. We take them, yeah. we take them saltine signatures. On a serious note, everybody who is wanting to add something constructive to the conversation is invited. Please. We want you. But just know yeah. if you come in there and, and it, I feel like this. Uh uh black people on the on the post will get nothing but love from me. White people on the post are getting nothing but love from me. Racist white people, you getting droned, you getting blocked, and uh, you getting the fuck out of here. And you getting the fuck out. I'm a clip. I'm a clip the reactions to all of them things so you can you can put them on TikTok with all their comments on there with they bitch ass. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> adding them too. Got to. Hope you see this dusty ass Hank Hill neck looking ass boy. <laughs> the Damn fuck, it, buddy. nigga. Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby head ass nigga got congealed mayonnaise all in your chin flap. Oh, weird neck Bob's burger head ass boy nigga. I'm not paying reparation. We know, nigga, you can't even repair uh, your goddamn tractor. Your ass man had that bitch. Yeah, the, the fuck? <laughs> Talking about I'm not paying no reparations, nigga. But if you don't get your ass back in that, nigga, if you don't worry about that black lung you got in that coal mine, you over here worried about reparations and shit like that, nigga. How about you worry about the environmental protections that your community needs? Because y'all niggas is over here living in soot and shit, nigga. Over here looking like pig pen from goddamn Charlie Brown, nigga. Dust ass. That nigga was on, uh, what is it, back at the barnyard. That nigga played a, uh, a cow. Man, all this. <laughs> I was running out of shit to say. 
<laughs> nigga, we out of here, bro. Nigga, this episode called Account Name Otis. You gotta listen to the very end. You know why, nigga? We about this bitch. <laughs> yeah, double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire, my mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself, it's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board, my nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. My gift to gab on it. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth. Billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they bury him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the... Billion. Yeah, man, you not tuning in there. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and